All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have a very special guest today. We have Brenda, aka Bizzle from the Block, aka a very. Hold the applause, hold the applause, it's fine. Yes, please hold the applause. Very near and dear friend from elementary school. We go way back. Um, She found some time to tell me about it. She found some time (laughs) to be with us today, us two lowly peasants. And so so we shall hopefully, you know, pick her brain about some good stuff. And I hope you guys. Yeah, I I think we all are. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Uh, But first, let's uh, give her her introductions. Like, like I said before, I know her from elementary school, but she's been doing many big things since then. She has her own photography business called Alive Photography. I will be sure to link that in the Instagram, or sorry, in the description below so you can follow her Instagram and keep up to date. When she is uh, doing shoots, you may need a maternity shoot, wedding photo shoot, etc., <laughs> etc. Et she is very candid with the arts, so please keep her in mind whenever you need a booking. But um, as we do with all our guests, let's get a little bit more background about you. So, like, what do you do for a living? You know, what are your hobbies, etc. Just things like that, so that people get to know you. Um, okay, so hello, everyone. Um, I am a fellow retail employee. I'm still, you know, slave under capitalism, but you know, it's fine. Um, I work at. Should I say where I work? Oh my goodness. You can um, say where, just not, you know, what location. Let's go with that. I work at Urban Outfitters, um, yes, but again, I also, like Daryl said, I also do photography. Hobbies include, do we have time for this? I feel like mine switch like every few months. We have um, all the time in the world, whatever you need. I mean, okay, actually, I feel like if I had the, the way to like make it a living, because I feel like it's super hard to make it a living, but like if I could write for a living i would i love that i love doing that it's kind of my first um my first love uh, but it is so that i i've actually been wanting to get back into that um filming photography obviously and um yeah that's it honestly right now i'm just trying to work and, and just get my bank account steadily right. onward oh, yeah. yes exactly preach preach to the people i am in the same boat i'm pretty sure we all are it's like <laughs> there are so many things that we want to do but it's how do we do it while also making money to live because that's it's ex- shit is expensive fuck capitalism Thanks. especially here in new york nigga this shit's dumb fucking pricey one thousand oh per person goodness. where you live, right? I was well, how much do you pay where you live? Like a cool like four thousand for the room <laughs> no, you're currently in right now. Four fifty, and I have a roommate, but that's just like twelve hundred more than I want to pay. <laughs> that's way too fucking much. But hey, I mean mm-hmm. you're out there doing what you love, so that's true. That's true. Yeah, it works. It works out in the end. Um, so let's see. Let's just uh move on to the next one. You are a how do I say? Makeup connoisseur. That's one of the that things is, that you do. It's that is so much. That is way too generous, dear lord. <laughs> I mean, just looking at, at are they called beats or are they just looks? What? It, what? I don't know. I, I as a male, they are whatever you want to call them. Honestly, um, I mean, what do you call them? Again, 
I mean, I also say beads. I say look. I say the face. I don't know. Whatever. It's <laughs> literally anything. It again, very flattered. I feel like I'm. I just do. I have my own routine. Really, I feel like. Okay. Thank you. Basically, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh-huh. Honestly, um, I just yeah. Um, well, how did you get into I'm it? Like, did you <laughs> actually? The reason I actually got into makeup was because I had to. Because um, the only thing I used to really do was um, just kind of wax my eyebrows. Um, mm-hmm. But the lady I used to go to um, was at a nail salon, which should have been like a red flag. But of course, seven dollars for a wax. Couldn't complain at the time. But I went. My usual lady wasn't there. The lady screwed up my eyebrows really, really bad. Like they weren't even like different sizes. They were like one was more above and one was more below, and so, clearly like, come around like that. It was like one of these, and it was. I mean, what well, I was like in high school, like a freshman. So I was like, I can't walk around like this. Oh. Um, I think it was actually a sophomore, but um, yeah. So then I kind of had to learn how to like fill it in. And 2016, which is what I interpret as like the rise of the Instagram influencer. Um, so and like these makeup gurus or whatever. So everyone started doing like these crazy, like super dark, super blocky, like Instagram brows. Uh-huh. And so, with a really heavy brow, you kind of have to balance it out with other things. So it, it was kind of like an avalanche of stuff. Yeah. And yeah, so now here we are. Just basically, I feel like I've I finally learned what works for my face because, I mean, everyone follows trends. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's what I did. I kind of did what was popular, or whatever. I mean, I still kind of do whatever, but. Yeah. Um, but it just it didn't fit my face and i didn't realize that till about like a couple years ago so then kind of playing around it kind of like was like oh that doesn't work for my face this does and yeah i i'm i'm happy right now but give me a year i'm probably gonna just change up change up everything change up everything um styles how like everyone has a different body type so you need to find the cuts that like actually work with you and Mm then as you know you switch it up a little bit Exactly, especially with like right now, like the whole, like how skinny jeans was like super big for so. I, I mean, it still is, but like not yeah. the whole like baggy jeans, thing. baggy jean thing is like uh, big. It's it it really changes honestly. So it's like who knows it's gonna it, probably like in ten years I'm gonna look back and be like, what were you thinking? You know what I mean? <laughs> God, that's oh, that's me when I look at what I was wearing in like middle school or not middle school, like early high school. It's just like, why were you? I fucked uh, out I, middle school. <laughs> completely middle school luckily i had uniforms so i didn't really have an option there but yeah early high school when it was free dress i was like why am i wearing like a sweater vest with a a button up underneath i feel like i'm 40 years old right now it it was it was bad it was so bad but see but see even with uniforms you can still look like not correct like everyone would, would wear like skinny jeans or whatever so if you had like the the baggy school uniforms like the hand me downs you could tell like you could still be trendy with the uniform and i was clear i oh my god i don't even want to think about i haven't thought about middle school like in terms of trends and stuff for so long and um probably reason (laughs) embarrassing yeah terrible oh my goodness i feel like because everyone in this one is trying to it's like that weird stage of Mm -hmm. um 
trying to find out who you are as a teenager. So oh, it's like yeah. always awkward. Well, I feel like honestly that's kind of gone now, which is kind of crazy. Like, really? That's actually like a conversation going on right now that like I feel like the the state being a preteen isn't a thing anymore. Personally, that's I, you know what I mean. I can, you know what I mean? I can see that. It's like, like everyone like, wants to be not grown. Well, yeah, actually, I think that's everyone wants to be like grown. They want to have yeah. a full a full makeup look. They want to look like they're much older than they are, and that leads to other things, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, okay, I can, yeah. I can kind of see that kids don't really want to be kids. I guess in that sense, really, it's all because they they're on the damn bones too much because they see all these fucking TikTok trends, TikTok stars. They're obsessed with like Charlie D'Amelio and they're idolizing <laughs> fuckers like JoJo, whatever her last name is. Oh, Siwa. Okay, well, no, no. To, okay, to play Simon Devil's Advocate, to defend JoJo Siwa. No, I'm not a whatever they're called. Siwa Cadets, or I don't, I'm not sure. Um, but she is, she's actually an advocate. I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. But she's actually, I feel like she's an advocate for like, Ayo, you can be a kid for as long as you try to be a kid as long as you can because there's no not no point but you don't want to be a grown-up because we know what grown-ups or adults do because we are adults now you know we have to pay bills we have to do that but so it's like granted she overdoes it with like the in my opinion the like the pink the hot pink and the toys and whatnot because she is like 18 years old but who am i to say at the end of the day um but i feel like the message she tries to convey is pretty decent it's just like distasteful sometimes for me personally. No, that's totally fair. I just use it because it's top of mind, and I was like, mm. it's more so just like the like anywhere between like Disney to like barely turning eighteen age of like okay. influencers or people that are popular. It's really easy to mold these little little babies in middle school and like a little bit after too. Yeah, yeah. I feel like everything is so accessible now uh like i felt like you kind of had to see you know the community around you to see what was trendy what was cool kind of thing and sometimes you know you could have failed or whatever i don't know whatever but now you could literally you can see so easily what's in what isn't kind of thing and a lot of what's in is obviously the grown-up thing and so like styles have just blended together between like age groups to the point where like especially like a store like mine you will literally see these 11 12 year olds in the like the trendiest outfits that like i i genuinely can't even believe it to the point where to the point where like i'll enroll them and then when they told me their age i'm just like hmm like you seem so like five six years old older five six five six years older than what i thought you were mm-hmm. and it's only insane honestly like with the makeup and the clothes and the nails and all this stuff it's honestly crazy but i mean even though i hate what i not hate but like it's super cringy to look back on what you were it's kind of fun to think that like yeah i I at least had that time to kind of know what I liked and didn't like about myself and have it dictated so uh-huh. easily, if that makes sense. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how we even got here, but you know. <laughs> it's like, no, no, I get it. I get exactly what you're saying. It's like, we had, as, as old head as it's going to sound, we had to kind of like pave our own kind of way, as you said, to like get to who we want to be. 
instead of just being like, okay, well, checkbox, checkbox, got it, checkbox. All right, cool. This is what I'm gonna go for. Here's the look. Here's the style. Here's the whatever. Um, so yeah, I, I get what you're saying in that regards because I know that um, as okay, well, let, let's let's I'm gonna throw a little curveball in there. Male grooming is not as cut and dry as um, women's grooming. I feel. Um, because I was under the impression this has a lot to do with like toxic masculinity and all that. I was under the impression that guys could never get their eyebrows done. And so, you know, I'm a little bit of a hairier individual. And so there was, I think it was my sophomore or junior year. I was like, okay, my eyebrows are getting a little bit too, uh, too thick right here. And so I was like, all right, I have clippers. Let me try to, you know, shave my eyebrows. Ended up going from like. Yeah, clip uh, like uh, beard tr uh, beard trimmers or whatever. Oh. Yeah, it's okay. yeah, and that's has to you know I'll, I'll get into it. Um, but I ended up shaving like my eyebrow from it starts it grew back now, but if I like zoom in a little bit, it was maybe about that much off. So yeah, and I was like, oh, this is why I'll never shave my eyebrows again. I ended up you know I do my own eyebrows now. Um, but after that, I was like, yeah, I have to get this fixed. So I started going to, you know, the eyebrow lady in the back of the, of the nail salon. I was like, oh, okay, it hurts, but I, I feel good and I look good. So this is, I, I can do this now. I'm okay with it. But, you know, guys aren't taught to, you know, if you want to shave your legs, go for it. Unless you're doing like a sport. Um, or if you just don't like the hair on your body, you get rid of it. Or if you do, you let it grow out, do whatever. Because it's like, oh, you have to be a certain way as a male. And, and the same goes for women as well. But, like I said, it's not as cut and dry like what we are supposed to groom and what we're not supposed to groom, I feel. See, I saw some stuff about that, but like about manicures. And like, the, I remember this, there was this guy like on Twitter who like was showing off his manicure and there were so many men under the comments like, oh, you know, you're, you want to go get a manicure? But it's like, just having clean fingernails, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. how is that? It's a hygiene thing. It's not really know. a mani pedi. Exactly. Fucking gas. Yes, they're they are. so nice. Yes, <laughs> having your foot smooth. rubbed and just, oh, it, man. Because oh. it's not even about like, it's not masculine or feminine at all. It's just having good hygiene. You look mm -hmm. good. You feel good. So it is a good bit. Right, and I like my I like yeah, my nails I... to be a certain length and everything, look crisp. So it's you know, it's appealing in my in my opinion. It's appealing. And that's common sense, is it not? But apparently, to too many people out there, it's even to like women. Some women, it's like, why are you getting a manicure? But it's, which I just don't understand. I don't know. You just don't have to talk right. to people. <laughs> yeah, I feel like when it comes to manicures, a lot of people equate it to the. It has to do with the fingernail polish aspect of it. Um, you know, guys are like, oh, I don't want to, ma I don't want a manicure. Why would I go get my nails done? I don't want fingernail polish. It's like, that's not what manicures are. Like, yes, that can be what it is, but having your feet and hands taken care of has nothing to do with getting, you know, stuff paint or polish painted on it. I mean, even if you are a guy and you like that, okay, so that doesn't make you any less of a man. It, it it's makes literally you, yeah, it's just, it's once again, as we reiterated, it's just hygiene and if it looks nice it looks nice i've seen some very good like i don't know are they stickers or something like asap rocky little rock um, little rocky little yachty they have like some <laughs> designs i guess on it i'm like okay that looks you know i wouldn't do it because it doesn't look good for me but i, I like the way they look honestly so. yeah i 
in terms of what the whole like conversation about what makes you gay and what doesn't is infuriating to me sometimes because it's like it can be like the tiniest of things that you don't even think about it's like why are you thinking so hard about this kind of thing you know what i mean i can't it's I just can't. historical like context that's applied to it. like their dads were like you can't do this and then the granddads were like you can't do this so it's just a passed down thing but luckily a lot more people or a lot i should say since we're speaking about a lot of men a lot more men are, are open to the idea i've seen plenty of guys like in the nail salons or whatever or even at um hairdressers because they want i don't i mean braids yeah your barber could probably do them but you want to go to someone who knows how to braid hair if that's what you want and most barbers just know hey here's clippers all right cool shave all this off so it's not it's not it's not something to be ashamed of or it's not something that someone should be belittled for it's just i want to try a new style or i want to try something else new and here's what it is if it just lines up with what's feminine then okay i'm still a guy i'm still a man or whatever you identify as so i don't know how we got here <laughs> that's welcome, welcome to the podcast it happens. <laughs> i am famous for going off on tangents so i'm letting you guys know right now i will be going off on tangents that's what we want staying that's off top completely that's exactly what we want <laughs> but if let's switch gears a little bit right. um let's talk about photography and i'll ask you the question um the question that ties in with both of those after how did you get into photography like was there something that sparked your interest in it or you just said hey i'm cool i like taking pictures on my phone let's you know let's do this what was the process like again it's like every time every time i hear anyone talking about like a passion it's always like oh yeah i used to play with makeup when i was a kid or i used to take pictures when i was younger but for me it was in high school um i had a film class and i loved it oh my god it was my favorite class I took it for two years and it was like my absolute favorite class but i took it too seriously to the point where like it's actually really embarrassing but we had like this final project where you have to like make a show or make a mini series or like basically film an episode of what would be like a mini series or whatever okay i took it so seriously to the point where we like my group of course being high school students they were just kind of like goofing off and I, I don't even know if I want to say this but I started I started crying I did I did cry I still I felt stupid after but I was like so into it that I was like then like I have like this vision and all this kind of thing and then when it came and when, when it came time to pick my major um for college I was like do I want to do film I love doing it like it was the most fun I've ever had or whatever but then I thought, here's the thing. I want to write the script. I want to edit. I want to do to do the lighting. I want to direct. I, I want to do every single role. And I believe that that is not possible. Um, and especially the fact that it's like this tunnel vision where I'm just like, I have a vision, only I can carry it out. I have to do everything. But obviously that's not, it's like a teamwork thing that has to, that has to happen in order yeah. for things to go smoothly. So I was like, okay, so clearly I don't think I can do that because I don't want to be that girl who's like super controlling and wants to do everything and like that kind of thing. So I was like, oh. okay, what is similar that's like a one woman show? And boom. 
and then I actually ended up like really liking it. So I was like, okay, so the, here, here we are. So it was actually like a backup in a way that I actually ended up really liking. Um, okay. Only because I couldn't, I knew I probably wouldn't be able to get my way if I if I did film. So, um, yeah, it's a weird story, but I mean, it's the truth. So, I mean, well, yeah, it's just it's all about passion at the end of the day because it's you know out of everyone who I've seen who has their own sort of business, whether they're, they're older or younger, it all starts with like uh, I want everything that I want done is the way that. It has to be the um, the way that I want it, and that's not necessarily. If you go overboard with it, yes, it can be controlling, but you know what you want, and you know what the product is because you have it envisioned in your head, and that's just how a lot of the creative process with um, what are the jobs called? I, I, well, creative jobs in a sense. So I'm in the same boat. Like when it comes to the whole YouTube thing, it's like, okay, I know what I want. Here's how I do it. But you can't really do everything. So like for graphic design, that Azwani actually does graphic design, but you know he's busy he has his own little you know business that he does so i had to outsource i was like okay i can't make anything like this so let me pay someone else to do it instead of trying to make something or take something from the internet and have it look all goofy and like out of place so it's good to like it's good that you realize that hey i found something where i can do everything but you also acknowledge the fact that you know sometimes i won't be able to and that's okay you just have to find ways to either work around it or work with it and so yeah, i think you did a very good job with that um, and the photos that you have posted, I, I love every single one of them. I know uh, you had Vanessa and then one of your friends who had a maternity shoot. Yes, Vanessa is one of my favorites. It's like the camera loves her and she knows it so well. Like she knows her angle, she knows her placements and it's like insane watching her work. She'll, she'll literally like contort herself, but then it'll like turn out into like the most beautiful like one of my favorite pictures i've ever taken is one of her um i love her but yeah um thank you for the compliment it's just but then again high school mentality kind of thing like if it was now i don't know what i would have chosen um just because my the way i think is so much more different but um i am glad i went with photography just because um it is kind of like i like the fact that it's more of my own thing that I can just do. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I get it. And Azwani, maybe you can add in a little bit here about, because I know your craft is very niche. And we've talked about before how clients like want something, but that's not always possible what they want. And I see you're laughing about it. Um, it's not always possible to give them what they want because it's like they can envision it, but you can only do so much as the sort of person who they outsource to. So do you have any stories like where you just had to sort of implement your own little creative touches to it, or? Um, yeah. Um. Too many to count. Mm. But specifically, like, in college, having to work with, like, a lot of, uh, just, like, people in, like, groups and shit, a lot of time, it's people who, like, think they're the smartest in the room and they want to do everything, and it turns out like shit, so then you just don't let them have any power. <laughs> And oh. then, uh, on the other hand, it's people who have really good ideas, but they're not confident in themselves. So, like, you really need to, like, work together. And, like, I, like, usually like, lead a lot of teams and, like, try to uh, push those pieces together. Mm -hmm. um, but when it's, like, just me working with the client, 
Sometimes it's awesome. Other times I want to pull my hair out because clients are fucking stupid. Uh, because like <laughs> they'll come to you just like, hey, I have X amount of money and I need like, I don't know, an animation or a logo or whatever the fuck. And then I'll be like, all right, cool. Can you tell me about what you want it to look like? I'll get some inspiration. I'll uh-huh. take that, put it into the blender that is my creative brain, and then spit some shit out. And I'm like, hey, all right, so based off of everything you told me, I have this. And they're like, uh, I kind of want something more like this. And I'm like, okay, sure. And then that'll be like the first round of revisions. And then it'll just keep on fucking going. And after I learned that, that's when I started to just like send out a contract every time being like, all right, there's going to be three rounds of revisions. And then after that, you're done or you can pay me more to keep on working on it. So it's definitely like as much as creative process, like creative work is about like cool ideas and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'd say like a really huge part that people don't talk about, just like people skills and being able to like be super adaptive to different types of projects, different clients, different mediums and all that. So you just gotta you gotta know how to talk. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise it could have a bad time. Okay. So communication really is key because things when things get lost in translation, that's when it all just comes, you know, crashing down. And like Brenda was saying, if you you know, if you can't it's not even a matter of not being able to handle it, but if you don't want that to happen, it's like, okay, you know what, screw it, I'll do it all myself. Because yeah. there's always going to be, as you mentioned, that 50-50 split, where people who know how to do, who know how to put out what they want, they just need the help to do it. But it's like, the, it, if it's this way, I promise you it'll be one of the greatest things ever. And it's all about just the individual mindset of, how do we get to this point, I yeah. feel. And at the end of the day, it is like people like like basically outward communication with other people but to uh what do you call it her point of wanting to do everything yourself because you have a vision i still don't like that because i know when i think of something and i like i know it's a good idea it'll look fucking awesome but I'm not the only person that is talented, I'm not the only person with ideas, so more like a more impactful thing that I've had to learn is like, you just gotta trust people. You're gonna have a lot of people that suck, like a lot, but when you find like the two or three homies that like are really good at what they do, and you can like trust them to be like, hey, I want this thing to be this way and then you just give it to them and they come back with like something that's uh what you wanted and then like their own little twist that's when it really works out uh because what do you call it as you mentioned you're really into photography and you sort of that was like your sort of like backup um to film but i think it's an even better like position or like career to go in because you can be really flexible you can just do everything by yourself um or um you can be a part of like production teams and stuff like that to like help create because like you can definitely like shoot photos um and you can learn how to like shoot video as well um and it could just be a whole like world that you can get into cool yeah um i 
actually um, was like this hard-headed person or whatever about that kind of thing. And then, I, like you said, I realized that like there are other people who obviously are in the field for a reason. Um, and so through that, I ended up meeting this guy who I always, now I always go to for feedback. And it's crazy, like, it, it'll be like the one thing you're not seeing. And he'll be like, oh, what about this? And you're like, oh my God, mm -hmm. yep. thank you, kind of thing. And that's exactly why, that's like how I learned, like, yeah, sure, your inputs, like, your what you think is great, is always fine. But there's like things that you will literally haven't even, even thought of. And then that's why you have these people around you to be like, did you think of this? And you're like, no, thank you so much. So yeah, I, I definitely have like two or three people around me that are like my go-tos for that kind of thing. And I'm so glad I learned that because the the product shows like what I thought versus what they thought or like just yep. the brainstorming together. It, the product is always going to be more elevated, you know? And I'm, I'm sorry. I feel like my neighbors upstairs are like slam dunking a small elephant onto their floor. So I'm so sorry if you hear that. I haven't heard anything, so you're fine. <laughs> yeah, you're fine. But Good. It's funny that you um that you mentioned the whole um uh, feedback process because uh, unlike you two, who kind of are in the space where you have to not well not have to, but you am use what is it called? You okay? You want feedback? I'll say. I'm the type of person, and I've mentioned this on previous videos, uh, that I'm just like, I, once I put out something, I don't want to hear about it. I had pe I've had people try to tell me, like, oh, you know, I, like, I really like that video, or I really, you know, like this, or I didn't like that. I'm like, I don't want to hear about it because the work, I put, you know, blood, sweat, and tears into it, just like I'm sure you two do. But something about hearing, I don't know if it's like my own insecurities or self-sabotage, but... Even if it's positive feedback, I'm like, I mm -mm, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear anything about it. I put it out. I'm done with it. Please don't mention it. And it's not even a fact that I'm well, not... Because it's done. I can see why. Yeah. And it's you not know? even a matter of not being it's receptive like to it. But yeah, it's like, all right, cool. I On to the next thing, sort of, kind of. Mm -hmm. But it's also... I, I don't know. I've always been kind of weird about having... There it is. Having my achievements celebrated. Let's go like that. So, for example, uh, the biggest one, or the ma uh, main one I'm sure a lot of people can relate to, is birthdays. I don't really, like, I'll go out to dinner, but I don't want, like, a huge party or something like that. I had one, I've had one huge birthday party in my life, and that was when I turned 10. I had a jumper, I had the whole shebang, you know, friends came over, so on and so forth. Um, I'm not counting, like, the little functions that I throw, because that was something else, but, like... You know, strictly birthday centered. I was like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm cool on that. I'll just go out to eat. My mom will bake a cake and the night will be over with. Or I'll hang out with the homies, something like that. Um, another one is like I grad when I graduated from community college. Uh, I didn't even walk the stage because I was like, I, I don't really, I don't really want to do that. And it's no, there's no such, you know, there's not with me at least, you know, no stage fright, nothing like that. It's just, eh, I'm, I'm okay. I'm just, you know, let's go out to eat again or something like that. And I don't know what it is or how I can fix it. I guess I just have to like, just put my, put my ear to someone's mouth and have them tell me like, hey, oh, you did good. I, I don't know what the remedy is for that, but it's. Yeah. So that's, this is a whole other conversation we could just have just off the podcast whatever because it's gonna be a long one because my friend deals with the same thing as well like he doesn't celebrate anything that he does oh. and it was like a 
a result of some shit he had to deal with when he was a kid. But at the end, like, without like fully getting into that three-hour fucking philosophical shit, yeah. I am curious. I blocked out my entire night. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you value yourself as you? As an individual? As an individual, as Darrell. Like, are you happy with who you are? Are you happy with life? Um, if you're asking me if I'm currently, yeah, I, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with who I am. And, you know, there's always things that I could improve upon. But I feel like up until now, I've lived a very fulfilled life. Um, yep. Especially after a certain point, uh, which was around the high school time, um, where I kind of just said, all right, you know what? Fuck everything else, what everyone, what everyone else has to say. This is who I am. This is what I like. And this is what I'm going to continue to do. Um, yeah. And to give you a little bit of context, there's a reason. Aswani kind of already knows, but let me just refresh and inform you, Brenda. Uh, I had an ex-girlfriend who did not exactly like the way I carried myself. And I wasn't, you know, the worst boyfriend on the planet. I just like to play video games and, you know, talk about things that weren't always pop culture related or stuff like that. And it got to the point where she was kind of just really always on me about that. Even got to the point where she insulted, you know, my friends who liked the same thing as I liked. I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm okay with that. And then that's when the shift happened. And that's, I'm not going to say that was my uh, redemption arc, but that's how I got to the point that I'm at today. One of the stepping stones, I should say. Um, but as a long-winded way of answering your question, yes, I am. I'm happy with who I am currently. Okay. And yeah. then... I cannot stand that. I... I cannot stand that. I cannot stand people who like. Are you God? Why are you telling me how I should how I should carry myself? I hate mm -hmm. that so much. There's Can't a reason it. why they're not together like, anymore. Please <laughs> go over there. Yeah. How long are you guys together for? We were together like a month if that because I, I it got to the point where i'm like yeah no i don't want to do I'm this leaving. anymore i'm leaving I'm, yeah I'm exiting. i was like i can't a month yeah 30 days I, 29 yes. days too long it, yeah yeah <laughs> so you know, I... that was it was it was you know and no no shade to her because i'm sure People who are, who are going to watch this kind of know who she is. No shade to her. She is a good person, just not a good person for me. That's she had a certain type of thing that she liked. I was not it, and I'm cool with that. We've gone our separate ways. It's been multiple years. I'm okay with that. But you know, it, that type of personality or person was not for me. Just not compatible. Not not That's at all. Why we date, right? Like. Yeah. Thankfully, or not thankfully, but just like mm. being in America, we're in like a space in a society where we could like pick and choose and have experiences mm -hmm. in complete contrast to arranged marriages and stuff that happens all over, all around the globe. Yeah. So we do like, like you like, because I've definitely had my uh, fair share of lackluster endings to relationships but I'm like the happiest I've been since you know what I mean yeah. so it's all part of the process we're only isn't human. it crazy how isn't it crazy how another person can make you realize like so much so much about yourself like not not like 
um, not like, oh, I'm telling you how to be or like that kind of thing, but just uh -huh. subtly you come out and you're like, oh, wow. Like if that was, if, if present me um, was in the relate the same relationship now, it would be so different yeah. because of how I came out oh. of oh, that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. like, Crazy. you're not, like, Crazy. realistically, you are not you. You are a, I guess, like, summation or, like, a collection of all of your experiences you've ever had in life. Mm -hmm. And all of those people mm -hmm. add I to that. 100% <laughs> agree. Yes. And, like, you wouldn't be here with without all the awesome teachers you've had all the random encounters you've had just like walking on a street in an uber all the shitty relationships and just everything like good or bad like you're you or yeah you know what i mean yeah it's, it's, it's i actually <laughs> agree i mean even like even thinking back on things like that i used to hate thinking about like terrible experiences um that I would be like, oh my god, I wish it never happened to me. But it's like, who would you be if that didn't happen? You know what I mean? If you lived the perfect life, I don't think you'd be a perfect human being. It would be boring as well. Yeah. It would be boring. It would be la It would just be like nothing. Look, look how many and like rich people are super just empty because they yeah. have everything that is like quote unquote amazing and like mm -hmm. is a perfect life, but they don't have like memories or like experiences that they could like be fulfilled with at all at all just money sad. money does not uh, what, what was it that i said at that one time i had said that money buys happiness but it does not buy uh what was the word i might have said a good life i don't know one of the two but either way it's money can easily very you know you use money to buy food use money to buy whatever anything you need really and it's like yeah you're happy in the moment but that's usually only temporary um or it may be something that makes you happy for x amount of years but if that's all you have to your personality is money you're a boring individual and you probably live a very sad life in my opinion yeah money could buy you happiness but it can't buy you joy happiness can be taken away but joy is something that you feel inside yes yes that ooh. That, that one all that. <laughs> yeah, that one that one hit deep. Um, all right, let's go ahead and I did switch not on. I expect to have like an existential crisis on this podcast, but I'm welcoming it. That's what we do here. Get you to think about everything a little, just a little bit more, a little bit more. <laughs> all right, so this one I'm gonna. This is gonna be a spicy one. Um, when it comes to receiving gifts from the opposite sex, and I said whether it's from a significant. Uh, other family member or friend are there any of those gifts that you would deem as you know too strange too weird and if you have one or you know you may or may not have one but if you do what is the weirdest gifts brenda and Oswani afterwards that you have ever received from someone of the opposite sex remember how you said that you don't like your birthday mm -hmm. or don't necessarily like celebrating your birthday right i can agree in a sense like i love i love my birthday in the sense of i love the fact that it's a day about me 
However, I usually prefer to be just me, like self-care kind of thing. You know what really? I mean? Um, I don't really need. I don't. I'm, and I've never really had like. I don't. I can't think of the last time I've had like a birthday celebration for myself. Um, maybe when I was like what six. I don't know. But um, but it's not something that I'm like sad about necessarily. Um, I'm fine with it, mostly because my love language is gift giving, not gift receiving. Um, specifically, okay. uh, I I don't even know how to react when I get gifts. Like my. My best friend has told me like when you get gifts, you genuinely just don't know how to react to the point where it looks like, like you hate uh, it because you look like so uncomfortable. Yeah, I love a, I love a gift. Everyone loves a gift, but it's just like I per, I always prefer giving gifts. So even in relationships, um, I've maybe gotten flowers like twice, uh, but really? you know. But however, if any man gives me anything that's like a matching situation. No, I'm nope. so sorry. If nope. it's like a customized T-shirt or like a hat or like shoe, no. Oh my, I'm so sorry. I don't care if you're my fiance. We're getting married tomorrow. No, I rebuke that. Honestly, hate yeah. it. Never. Terrible. Well, okay, mm -hmm. hold on. Do you, when yeah. you say uh, customized, you mean like customizable, like matching shirts, or do you mean like if you got your business or like whatever? Yeah, you. Or is that fine? Yeah, you know, like. Mr. and Mrs. or like, he's oh, yeah. mine, she's mine, kind of thing, like... The oh, little Mickey hands like this or whatever. Like, ah, bro, get that shit out of here. No. <laughs> Every mall in the 2010s no. had that. Oh, no. Every mall, or I'll say early Absolutely. 2010s. Absolutely. Like, 2012 is shaking <laughs> right now. <laughs> ah. Terrible. Ah, I refuse. But like, people still do that now, even if it's not necessarily like, like the Mr. and Mrs. thing, like people will literally just like match outfits. There's different between coordination and matching. Mm -hmm. And yes. I cannot do the whole matching thing. I can't. Like me in general, I'm just not very, uh, I'm not a very affectionate person. Like I would rather give you like a super thoughtful gift of something that you like said to me in passing six months ago than mm -hmm. like say, oh, I really care about you. Cause it's like, you yeah. know that. I don't, you know? Yeah. But yeah. that's just me. Uh, so yeah. Real quick, I'm gonna get yeah. I'm gonna get astrology hell on you real quick. When your birthday is in December, but it's like early December, correct? December twelfth, twelve twelve. Okay, so you're not you're not a Capricorn, you're a Sagittarius. I am, I am a Sagittarius, yes. Okay. I the, yeah. that's like the only I'm I know nothing about astrology. Um mm. the only thing I know is that I'm a Sagittarius. The whole like rising sign, I know nothing. Oh, I yeah. did pay $5 to get like a paper on it, but I understood none of it. I I I read it and I was like, oh, this is true. Oh, that I can relate. But like all of this, I'm like, what the hell is a Pluto, Mars? I don't understand. Yeah, I wish I could. That yeah. sounds so smart. Like all of that stuff, it's like mathematical insanity to me. But like, I admire that. I can't. I do. I just don't know. Okay. I just okay. don't know. Like when people are like, "Oh, you're you're such a Sagittarius," and you're like, "What is that?" Yeah. What do What do you What do you mean by that? Actually, what do you mean? What do you mean? Yeah. yeah I don't. Like, I wish I did, but I just don't. Hmm. Are you an astrological person? <laughs> oh me? <laughs> oh, that's. Yeah. Oh, I thought she. Oh, because uh, I, I know she. <laughs> I was no, you as in you all. 
Both oh, of you. Oh, I see. I... Oh, okay. Uh, me, personally, no. I'm more of like the same boat as you are. I'm like, ah, uh, yeah, I mean, hearing or seeing or reading about but it. But yeah, you like, know, yeah, cool. you know whether or not I was... I well, no, because, no, the only... No, 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 no. See, now we're playing the blame game. No, the only reason why I know is because there was um a, a girl in high school. Her birthday was on the 22nd. And she was like, yeah, no, I'm a Sagittarius. The cutoff is like tomorrow or something. I'm like, what, how do you how do you know what the cutoff is or whatever? And I was like, okay, so I guess from like the 23rd to maybe early January. I don't I don't know. All I know is I'm a Capricorn. And that's like Who's the this? one piece of information that I know. It was Kasaya. I don't know if I should have uh, said her name. I was like, okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I was, was going to ask you. I was like, how dare you? <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> astrology is so wild, man. Mm. Because, like, I don't give a shit about it personally, okay. but I went to art school for years. A lot of my friends were female, <laughs> two and two together, heard about it all the fucking time. The amount of times it was like, oh, let me read your chart. I'm like, what are you talking? So I've definitely been, like, introduced to the whole thing, the amount of information I retained damn near zero but it's really fascinating how interested people get into it and it's cool you know they have their thing whether mm -hmm. or not i understand what the fuck is the importance of my rising moon or sun whatever you know i'm not too pressed about it let me let me time out real quick just to just to uh verify not verify but just to uh explain uh not only women are very into astrology i know one guy who was like super into it and um, our mutual Aswani, uh, our mutual Aswani, Aswani, our mutual friend Alex, he was at a at one of my parties, and this astro uh, astrology guy was there. And like during the party, everyone was drunk or whatever. And homie's like, "You see that up there? That's that's uh, you you think I oh you think I I think you know who I'm talking about? No, I know who you're talking about. It was yeah, that was a while. Yeah, so like everyone's just drunk, having a good time, vibing, and then this dude's out of where I don't know where like, hey, oh, there's like something up there you know there's the sad i'll just say sagittarius sorry brenda he's like sagittarius is in something i'm like and alex is like what the fuck are you on about right now <laughs> in the middle of a part but i mean come oh on it's so it's not only women and when i and i should verify uh, not verify reiterate verify. whenever when i say astrology ho that can be anyone no matter what you identify Anybody as be a ho. Yeah, well, I said, whoa, 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 astrology hold. But yeah, anyone. Yeah. But like anybody could be, yeah. no matter what, it's, where you It's fall. gender, you know, it's everybody, any sex, any gender, it's whoever. It's just, if you like astrology, I'm going to call you an astrology hold. That's, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just my term for it. I'm going to have people in the comments attacking me with, about my star sign. Hilarious. I actually had that happen. And it's was, like, what if I uh, lied? Yeah. How do you know I didn't when lie about my star you, sign? What are you like? Mm -hmm. What's what's stopping you from saying, "Oh, I'm um, I'm a Leo," you know? Yeah. Like some people are it's crazy. crazy with it, anyway, because on July fourth, I had some friends over, some like mutuals of my roommate, whatever, and then this girl was there, and she was like, "Yeah, I'm like really good at like telling people like you know what their signs are." So she like was going around the room and like guessed everyone correctly, and then mm. she got to me, and then she was looking at me, and then she was like, "You're a Gemini," and I was like, "What the fuck is like? How do you fucking know that?" 
So, like, there definitely is some, like, merit behind, like, you know, personality traits and all that, but I don't know. It's, uh, cool. it's beyond the realm of my understanding. Yeah. It's, how do we go from gift-giving to Again. astrology? What the Yeah, I was literally just going to be like, how did we, okay. What else is on that list? Oh, well, list? no, no, hold on. I gotta, I gotta explain mine. Um, this one is funny because it's my, uh, <clears throat> it's my cousin, but I, you know, I view her as my sister because we grew up together. It was actually last Christmas. She had, uh, and prepare your ears, Brenda. I'm just gonna tell you now. Um, she had given me a very interesting gift. It was like a birthday slash Christmas gift, and it was a, uh, I don't know if I can get banned for this, but it was. I'll just say it was a sex toy. <laughs> it, it was. Uh, how do I? Let's just say it was like this, and it had a little opening at top. Yeah, yeah, for men, for men. But it's okay. Sure, but it was okay light. because you know, we're uh, we're like. Your dark room. Huh? She got you a flashlight to illuminate your dark. Yeah, room. she got me a, a flashlight, but just replaced the E with the A. Um, I love her for that because it was funny as hell, and my mom was like, "Yo." Um, but that's just how we are. Like we're we're open with each other about you know. Who we're dating and things not we don't give each other every single detail but i was like okay that's you know that's a cool little gift or whatever um and i'm gonna leave it at that but that was by far the weirdest gift have that i've ever gotten it? huh have you oh, used oh, it of course of course of course that's not even a question it was a good <laughs> gift yeah and i feel like that's oh man oh i actually want to i want to have you back on the podcast to talk about that something that we talked about previously but like com- being comfortable with like sex and everything i want to know a woman's viewpoint of it so now i want you to come back at a oh, later me? episode yeah oh. of course of course um, oh, thank you yeah but uh yeah by far i have used it and i'm gonna once again leave it at that the weirdest gift i've received from mm-hmm. uh a, a member of the opposite sex i was wondering do you have any uh instances of this I'm, and a member of your family i yes. well it's probably yeah. just me i talk to no one in my family at least like outside exterior uh-huh. family um it's like i keep it pretty Main much family. boxed in yeah so for me it's like whoa kind of thing mm-hmm. but good for you Hey. <laughs> I haven't had any experiences like that. I've gotten gifts where I was just like, "Do you really know me?" It's kind of, it's kind of mid. Uh-huh. But thank you, um, because like I'm. It's also like the like, the gift that fits everyone. Oh uh, yeah. It's just like that's what like I forgot when, but like after a certain time, I was like, I'm never gonna give anybody a gift card because that's so fucked. In, at least in my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. Not because, like, I have any, like, quarrels or, like, I got one. I was like, Ew. But more so just, like, it... Oh, I prefer to just, like, give cash because then they could use it literally anywhere because you're kind of, like, bottlenecking them into a specific place type thing. Right. Um, but also, I don't know, like, gift-giving is one of my, like, love languages as well. So, like, I don't want you to give me anything at all. Like... Mm-hmm. If I could give you something or do something for you and see a smile on your face and make you happy, that's good good enough a gift as for me. You know what I mean? Um, so I haven't really gotten too many gifts recently, and that's how I like it. Okay, so it sounds like we're all kind of in the same boat then, and I wonder yeah. why that is. Like it. 
it sounds like experience or maybe not even experience that might just be our personality it's like yeah we're just we're okay like here take take this this hydro flask i just bought for you it's like okay yeah, i like to drink water it's cool i appreciate it um but it's still kind of weird to me like all right thanks yeah. And I feel like, as Brenda mentioned earlier, people take it the wrong way, but it's like, I'm just not comfortable sometimes. Yeah. It, I, like, I enjoy it, like, tenfold, but it's just like, uh, alright, that's too much attention. Bye. See you later. No, for yeah. sure. Like, the only time yeah. I'm, like, comfortable or, like, excited for a gift is, like, when it's something so out of left field, but I fucking love. Mm-hmm and just didn't expect like last christmas i, I gave you asked, my heart sorry sorry <laughs> last christmas <laughs> i asked for like an ipad so i can use it for school and whatever yeah and on christmas i got an ipad because like i asked for it but i was just so uncomfortable i was like what the fuck and then yeah. i was just super quiet and then like my brother Elijah, he was just like are you good and i'm like yeah Yes, just a lot. <laughs> um, but like, if they just uh, fucking like a good example of a present that I really loved was like on top of the iPad, my brother got me like custom socks with like our faces printed on it and like oh. Doge. And actually, let me see if I can find it real quick. Okay. Uh, custom Pat. socks. Yeah. Oh. Great. I love a good customized gift. It's like so much more thoughtful. Right. It's well, not just, hey, I went to the, I went to but a, like, a customizing rut? a gift. No, yeah, just, I, I love the idea of um, customizing mm. a gift. Um, never mind. I like them so much, they're dirty. I need to clean them. <laughs> but, <laughs> what do you call it? <laughs> it was just so, like, out of nowhere, but, like, it could like it could it showed that like he put some thought into it you know what i mean exactly. and it was just like holy shit these socks are fucking awesome and uh, they're my favorite socks I use them all the time they don't match none of my outfits but it's cool <laughs> they're, they're, they're socks socks are important within the whole outfit spectrum but they're socks at the end of the yeah. day so now quick question before we move on to the um or let's say think piece before we move on to the next topic um do you guys think that at least for me, um, in my experience, because I do not come from, my family does not come from money. Do you think that we are uncomfortable with receiving gifts, especially of the expensive caliber, because you do not come from money? I'm not sure what everyone's circumstances are, but I know that I was on like the free and reduced lunch program and mom had to work one to two jobs and so on and so forth. So do you guys share that sentiment or do you maybe need just more time to think on it? Yeah, I don't. Like, I'm not uncomfortable because I wasn't super well off growing up. I am uncomfortable because of the conversation we had on the last podcast and a conversation I had with my brother literally last night of, like, the difference between white-collar and blue-collar workers, just that disconnect and Mm -hmm. how there's so many people that don't have. So the fact that, like, I would get something super, like, expensive like it's awesome like i love my ipad i'm using it now as a webcam but part of me is also just like this money could have given someone else like a home for like a week or a couple months you know what i mean like okay it's it's like 
there's so many people that are in a worse position than I. So it kind of feels like it it just sucks. It's undeserved. You feel like it's a little bit undeserved, maybe, or a little, yeah, like a little undeserved, <clears throat> and also like, uh, just like it's an overall like sense of hurt because of how society is, you know? Because okay. like after Christmas and stuff, you will like have opened up everything, and then usually like I don't know if you want to go out for like food or just just to the store or whatever. And then you see people that, like, are homeless on the streets or people that are, like, you know, buying all their presents at, like, Family Dollar because that's what they can afford. Just having that sort of, like, disconnect, it just rubs me the wrong way, and I think it always will. I don't okay. know. <laughs> that's very fair. Brenda, what about you? Um, a very good question um i feel like well for me personally i think it's just like an attention thing like um not to get like super deep but like for me it's probably because of trauma i don't i'm not necessarily used to having like the spotlight on me even if it's just for like oh i got i thought of you I got this for you, now here it is, open it in front of me, I want to see wait, how you like it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Where I'm just like, whoa, you know, you know that kind of thing for me. Yeah. Um, like, I am always happier being the one that's like, oh, I thought of you, um, here's this thing that I know you really wanted, or even if it's just like a small little, little thing like, oh, I got one for me, I got one for you too kind of thing. Um, so it's just like, I'd rather just have the attention off of me when it comes to that kind of thing. Cause it's just like, it's, it's just like for that moment, their attention is like only on you and to yeah. see if you like this thing that like they thought you would enjoy. And it's just like, okay, this is too much. Thank you. The pressure. Yeah. That, the social that, pressure. Can, can I like open it at home? You know? Yeah. So just for me, um, that's the reason I am more, um, where I just prefer just being one to do everything and to not, not be in that position. Have yeah. it all on you, you know? And like for that reason, I even though I love giving gifts, I really hate giving people gifts on a holiday, like a Christmas or a Valentine's or a birthday, uh-huh. because I feel like there's just so much pressure. Like you need to get something for someone. I much rather just like in the middle of like i don't know fucking december not december (laughs) in the middle of like i don't like august yeah september august like i'll buy something no matter what the price and then i'll just like give it to them randomly because i feel like it's just a lot less of like the that pressure to like get a good gift you're just giving because you want and there's literally no expectations from the other person especially if it's a surprise See, my best friend is a Jehovah's Witness, so she can't celebrate holidays anyways, um, Mm -hmm. or like her birthday or anything. Um, So, I mean, that's why, I mean, it's easier for me in terms of like, yeah, I kind of have to give her um, gifts like on a random day. And um, I think also actually, uh, she's 
like as a joke, we joke that I'm like her sugar daddy in terms because I'm always buying her stuff. And for a long time, I I try to figure out why. And I I well, number one, it's always it's a give and take. Like she, of course, um, provides for me as much as I provide for her, but also okay. because uh, how I just said that I'm not necessarily an affectionate person like I don't hug her I don't tell her I love you but I will always be like oh you told me you wanted this you know here here that is but also because um I was in a really bad place a long time ago and she is the a huge reason why I'm able to like be much happier um today and for me it's like how do i feel how do how do i tell you thank you let me get you a gift every day you know well not obviously not but like it's just like how how it's it's like i feel like i'm indebted um well that's like the closest word i can find not necessarily but just to the point where it's like i i feel like there's no way to for me to reciprocate it emotionally so it's just like here take it off here yeah so i don't know that's good though that's we all need you know a friend or friends like that who can who are able to just pull you out of it and i was going to mention it earlier when it came to the uh the photography topic uh but just to piggyback off of what you were saying about you know having friends just be there for you essentially i went through a very heavy breakup um in like 2018 and that's actually why I got into photography. Not like so a reason, oh, I'm going to make her jealous with my photography skills. No, but like I was stuck in my house for about a week not doing anything. When I normally am doing something. I didn't want to get on my computer. I didn't want to watch TV. I was just sitting in my bed just like, damn, that's crazy. And one day I just decided to get up and go get a camera. And then a few days after that, Aswani and two more of our friends, uh, we went camping. Pretty much, it was like a, a last-second decision, kind of. We had talked about it, but you know, we actually executed the plan. We had gone camping, and that was some of the best time. Like that was the best time in a couple of months that I had in my life. And so I will forever be grateful to them for that. You know, that granted, we left like the second day because of weather conditions, but you know, just being getting out the house and like having that close circle of people around me was just I I really needed that. And photography, you know, that was the first step to getting over what i was going through so i completely you know can can understand what you what you mean by that and you know hats off to to your friend i don't, I don't want to say your name incorrectly so i'm not going to attempt but i know exactly who you're speaking about um and she seems like a very nice person so i hope you two are together forever that sounds kind of weird but you know uh. together no, because like literally so many we actually went through this thing where in high school, me and her um, actually didn't hang out at all, like in, at least in school for a really long time because there's a thing where like everyone's like, do you like her? Why are you guys always together? So oh. we get it all the time. Even like some of like family members will be like, why are you guys always together? And it's like, well, it's because we live like literally, she lives like nine houses down. Uh-huh. So it's like easier. We're literally always together. But yeah, no, we. I hear that all the time. <laughs> That's gang. That's <laughs> gang. <laughs> But Listen, best friends are essential. Yes, you know? they are. Now well, let's, best friends, whatever. All right, let's mosey on out with this last topic, and I'm I'm curious to see what uh each of your individual 
perceptions on this are. So are either of you a believer in the idea that everyone has a set path oh. ahead of them? Uh, or or that can only be slightly deviated from? Or do you subscribe to the idea that you can change whatever it is you want about your life at any given point? Like you are the master of your own destiny. In terms of like life as a whole or like, oh, career kind of thing. Well, let's, yeah, let's do life as a whole. I feel like that's a pretty good umbrella, like way to go about it. So yeah, let's do just life. I generally, I mean, we were just talking about earlier, like how your life is just, you as a whole are kind, are kind of a product of what you've been through. So I honestly, I'm not even sure. Well, I'm pretty sure I'm wrong, but like, I generally feel like, how would it be possible to live a life that, that you've set from like a certain point and that's what you do and that's who you are? Like, I just don't understand how that would be possible. Mm -hmm. Please, you know, correct me if I'm wrong though. Please do. Well, no, there are no wrong answers. Yeah. It's really just up to, <clears throat> like, individual, I guess, beliefs. But, I mean, it's... I, I get where you're coming from. The fact that, you know, it's... made that I it find it hard to believe that there's some, like, set destiny that you have to walk along or, like, go with just because that's what you were born into. Because we've seen countless underdog stories of people who grew up poor and are now, like, filthy rich or... Uh, people who you know lost and lost some sort of uh, uh, limb or something, but they're still doing things that people with all of their limbs can't do or won't do. So it's it's definitely hard to you know be set on that idea that you have no control over what's going on. Oh. But if I'm playing devil's advocate, I feel like I'm not gonna say I feel like because um, well actually no I will say that I will say that I feel like as though people tend to subscribe to that idea because they don't they don't want to not even face reality they don't want to face that possibility i it's and it's it sucks yeah, to I think about it's like uh -huh. no, go on, go on. oh no it's just you know it sucks to think about that like oh i really can't do anything about my situation which a lot of people unfortunately end up going along with because whatever uh, situation they're in it's like the lowest of the low and they're like fuck i can't do anything about that but if i'm reverting back to my original statement it's like once you hit the bottom you can only go up that's the only direction to go <laughs> all right very true i mean to, to wrap i guess both of y'all's sort of description um I'd recommend you guys watch The Adjustment Bureau. I had to do some Googling to find it out. Okay. But it perfectly describes how I view life. When you're born, you're obviously in a you know set group of people. The immediate family uh, commonalities of like, you know, some like, um, what is it called? Like hobbies and like interests and all that jazz. Mm. And it is already a baseline of what you're going to experience in life. If you're born into a family and your mom is Serena Williams, you're going to have some fucking sport and like athletic influence. And that is a path that is 
like you're more willing to like lean towards that. Um, however, you definitely have the opportunity and like the free will to change it. So I, <clears throat> I believe that like everyone is on their own path, no matter what it is, like where they are. Mm-hmm. And the, some people who I don't want to say that they're like weak-minded, but if like people who are just like in 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 a hard spot, let's just say, okay. that are surrounded by a bunch of people that like you know aren't the best, but like it's who they have close to them, and they stay with them too long. There's like a paradigm shift in their mentality where they don't strive for better. They don't strive for difference and they don't try to like push the boundaries. So then they kind of just stay the track and that's kind of what their life ends up. But if, or for the people who like want to change or want to do better or just want something different overall, then you have the opportunity to do so. Um, so that's what I, that's what I think. And the movie Adjustment Bureau is all about that. It's also just a cool movie, uh-huh. so I'd recommend it regardless. But um, yeah, Matt Damon and Emily Blunt. If those Ooh, two, Emily your Blunt, very good actress. Yes, very good actress. But okay, I'll for sure take a look at that. Um, see, I can agree. Like, you can have like a a path set out for you. You can be raised to be to kind of be on. Um, a path that like sets you to live a certain kind of life Mm -hmm. just like be raised completely to do that but i mean ultimately it is your choice to whether how people calling me anyways (laughs) anyways um it really is you know your choice whether or not you actually want to do that kind of thing like yeah, your mom can be Serena, Serena Williams and you can love tennis, but if you're terrible at it, I don't know, whatever. Either way, um, there's also, you know, if you decide to, oh yeah, you know what, I'm gonna grow up, get married, have kids, live in a cute house with white picket fence, and you do that, and you, you decide to just settle for that because it's an easy life, what I wouldn't be able to stand why are people calling me anyway um (laughs) what i wouldn't be able to stand would be um that what if component like i have i already as it is i overthink everything i i'm always like kind of always thinking of every single outcome but if i were to just live out my life that way to the point where i know where i'm going like it's it's the way it's gonna be there's always going to be some sort of regret, something you wish you hadn't done, or or something that you don't know what could have happened if you did. Mm-hmm. I would hate for that to be my entire life. For me to be like 60 with my seven grandchildren and be like, what if I had went on that date with that guy because he wasn't the type of guy I was supposed to be with? Or like, what if I took that job that was like an internship, but it could have, you know, taken me to this certain point in life i don't know i would hate for that to be my entire life you know what i mean like sure you could be perfectly content in in a life that's like set out for you but i feel like there's always going to be like that little thought in the back of your mind that's like are you happy this way you know wow what a what a note right there that was that was good that was very good holy shit well 
And I think one last little nugget um, to add on to it. Uh, something Alex actually told me um, like a while ago. Um, your, your mindset definitely has a huge impact on where you are in life and like where you want to go. Mm-hmm. And he he mentioned that if you're worrying about or if you're anxious, you're worrying about the future. If you're depressed, you're worried about what happened to you. And if you're present, then you're at peace. So it's good to just, you know, be present and to just ride the wave. Sometimes as much as you want to plan or like think about like, oh, what would have happened? Mm-hmm. You're, you Like I'm in this chair with a pink ass background right now. Like, wow. <laughs> nothing's going to change about that, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, that's why you just got to live life, man. Yeah, day by day. Some planning is good, but you just got to take it, you know, take things as they come. Yes, sir. Like, I didn't want to do dishes, so I'm eating dinner out of my huge-ass mixing bowl. <laughs> I do that all the time. I do that all the time. But I think that's going to wrap up today's episode. It was a very good one. Very insightful. It started off kind of, you know, funny and whatnot, but damn, we got deep. Deep as hell. Which sure. is good. Um, I had so much fun. This was very fun. Oh, thank you for coming on. And you. it was nice nice meeting you. Nice reconnecting Bye-bye. with you. This was very fun. Yeah. We'll be sure to well, right, we'll so... be sure to make sure that you come back at a later date because I really do want to have that topic of conversation with you from a, a woman's perspective as well. Um, so it should be very, very good. <laughs> but I do want to thank you for coming on to the podcast. You know, you're a wonderful guest, very talented. Uh, I will be linking your business in the description if you so choose and also your Instagram if you so choose. And we'll go from there. I want to thank everyone for tuning into this podcast episode. Azwani, you know what it is. You are my brother. You are my family. I love you. And I hope all of you have a very, very good day. I'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye.